the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. KSLR is proud to feature our Church of the Week. Our desire is that you will get to know the pastors and churches in our community and find a church you and your family can call home. Here's the host of our Church of the Week program, Baron Wiley. And thank you and welcome to the KSLR Church of the Week program. Now there's a verse in the Bible that says this. It's 1 Timothy 5.17 that says, Let the elders who rule well be considered worthy of double honor, especially those who labor in preaching and teaching. And so that's why we'll, <laughs> we air this Church of the Week program twice. A little double honor here every Saturday morning at uh, 10 o'clock and again on Sunday afternoon at 1 o'clock. Yes, I'm Baron Wiley, and this week I'm so proud and honored to introduce you uh, to the pastor of another vessel, another vessel ministry located on Tesla Road. It's Pastor Edward Hobbs. How are you, Pastor? Well, I'm doing great. How are you? <laughs> what, what do they call you, Pastor? They call you Pastor Ed, Pastor Edward. What do you like? They call me a lot of things, but Pastor Ed is fine or Pastor is cool. I, I respond to that uh, appropriately. <laughs> it's, it's fine. Well, very good. And then the name, Another Vessel, Another Vessel Ministry. And, you know, I've, I've, I've talked to a lot of churches, and it's always community, faith, love, whatever. You're the first Another Vessel Ministry I've ever heard of. Well, that name came derived because I asked God, what should we call our church? Because the original name of our church was New Beginning Ministry. And after we checked things, we started getting things in the mail from other churches and stuff like that. <laughs> so it threw us off. So I, I asked God, I said, I, I picked that name. So what would you say that we should call ourselves? And I was led to that scripture in Jeremiah 18 and 4 about the potter who made it, again, another vessel, which means that it was a remake of spiritual man and the natural man. That's a That's good idea. With it. Yes. Good idea, good idea. And then help uh, help us put another vessel on the map for us. I know you're on Tezel, so if I'm going up Tezel, or which way should I, how should I get there if I'm coming up 410, Well, I guess? if you come up 410, you get on Calabra, uh-huh. and it meets at Grissom and Calabra and Tezel. You just keep straight, and you'll come up to us. We're at 6750 in a strip mall. Yeah, yeah, a little strips into there. I've seen Timber you. Wild. Timber Wild Strip Mall. There you go. Timber Wild Strip Mall. We're on the right-hand side. You'll see our sign. It has a picture of a vessel with the scripture on it. And um, it's 6750 Suite 104. Very good. At the other corner of Tesla and uh, Timber Ranch. And Timber Ranch, Ranch right there. That's, that's exactly. What, well, good idea. Well, well, Pastor, let's talk about what happens on a Sunday morning there at, uh, at another vessel there. So what time does service start on Sunday morning? What time Sunday school? Well, we have Sunday school at, at 9 a.m., which is taught by uh, Sister Cheryl, Cheryl Chaney. Uh-huh. Sorry, Sister Cheryl Chaney. And she is um, a very gifted woman, and her class is – most of the members are coming to cl- Sunday school. That's that's an odd thing. <laughs> yeah. that Most of the members are at Sunday school. So that's how awesome it is and how the Word is being shared. And I thank God because she's uh, transparent about her life and the things she's gone through. And it allows us the affordability for people to ask questions mm. and to uh, receive answers and also give input. So our Sunday school is really Sunday school. Mm-hmm. It's not just like lecture. Right. So, um, Very I, interactive, it sounds like. Yes, it is. Very good. Mm-hmm. And then uh, you segue from Sunday school into the main worship service, and that begins at 10 o'clock? Yes. It's uh, praise and worship. Uh, followed by a sermon, which is usually, you know, a lecture. But we're interactive even in 
in church sermons because of the fact that we feel that somebody walks through the door, we're led by the Holy Spirit. We don't necessarily work off a program, which is what a lot of churches do. We're moved by the Holy Spirit. If someone comes in and, you know, they have an issue or a problem or concern, that overrules anything that we're doing. Mm. So we're, we're interactive in that regard, and we are a church built on helping and teaching. And we know that everybody that comes into our sanctuary has issues and problems. And we're more like a GPS unit, I would say, a spiritual GPS unit, because of the fact that we can't help you if we don't know where you are. And a lot of people come into the sanctuary that don't want you to know what their problem is or what's going on. But we need to know. And a GPS unit does not discriminate, nor does it talk crazy when you're in a bad neighborhood and say, oh, my God, you're in a bad neighborhood. We can't help you. It just says, how do you get from where you are to where you want to go? And that's what our ministry is based on. No matter how bad you think it is, no matter how bad you feel it is, we're not here to judge. We're here to help you get from where you are to where God wants you to be. Well, Directions. That's love. I love it. You're, we're talking to Pastor Ed. Pastor Ed? Mm-hmm. That's correct. <laughs> that's right. <laughs> Pastor Edward Hobbs of, uh, of, uh, of another vessel ministry, uh, our KSLR Church of the Week there. If I can, can we go back to the early days when you said the Lord gave you the name of the church? Where were you at before? What were you doing before? Basically, we were uh, in a church in Omaha, Nebraska, and um, we were under a bishop in Omaha. And then uh-huh. um, God gave it's, us it's a cold. place to It's come. cold there in Nebraska. Four, four seasons, not like Texas, only two yeah. seasons, hot and hotter. That's yeah. it. So... Um, we were there, and the call came, and it was through the job that I had that God delivered us here to San Antonio, which means that I fought and I kicked. I didn't really want to come here because I had no friends, mm-hmm. no family, and I had no enemies. I just didn't want to come to San Antonio. But, you know, he convinced me that I needed to be in San Antonio, so he used my job to get me here. And um, it helped me to understand that this was his decision, and I just said yes to his will, and we ended up in San Antonio in uh, May of 2000. Mm. And so he, we started off our church in our home. He blessed us with a home big enough to have a front room where we could have service without ever moving the chairs out. Yeah. And so we had that. We set aside that part. And so we had church there, and then we moved to a building. Then we moved back to the house. Then we moved to a building, back to the house. Then we moved to a building. Then we moved <laughs> to another building. And this time, we're not a very big church, but we're a very powerful church because we are well-taught, well-versed. And not only do we just hear the Word of God, but we do the Word of God. We are uh, like a family church because we're willing to work with one another and to help each other and to lift each other up. And even if, like I said, if you come in with issues and whatever, we'll sit there and talk to you. We'll hug you. And when you come in, we hug you. And we're not just doing it because it's something that, you know, we do out of show but it's, you can feel the love when you walk in the sanctuary. Mm. And the Spirit of God is over it. I'm not in charge. I just follow his lead, the Spirit's lead. So There's always important. that one lady, that one man that is that hugger there at the front door. Who is that in your church there? Uh, her name would be Brandy Pantoja. Uh-huh. But she's she's not the only one there everybody uh, hugs hugger. the whole church will probably pretty much hug you if you come in <laughs> and people are just shocked because they they've never had that experience before because you we know that mm-hmm. you need a hug you need encouragement you need that that thing that makes you feel that okay i can i can do this so i i thank god for the spirit that's in our church now were you raised in the church pastor yes i was but then i, I kind of like did my own thing i was baptized in a baptist church at uh seven Seven years of age, I grew up in a church. I was in the youth ministry. I was in, I was a president of a youth group and all of that. And then 
I um, developed a relationship with God and asked God, you know, I would, I would go to the park and I would sit and I would talk to him. And I, I asked him, I said, how come things don't work for me? And it just seemed like it's just not working. And then all of a sudden things turned around. It was like the Midas touch. Mm-hmm. Everything started falling in place for me. And then I got to the point where I, I did what a lot of people do. I got pumped up on pride and I was telling God, well, that's good. Now I'm okay. Now you can go bless somebody else. And he stood back and, um, Everything was in order and everything was going great. And then all of a sudden, you know, next thing I know, he came in and just kicked my little sandcastle over. Well, <laughs> well, because of my pride, I decided to rebuild, you know, hey, I'm going to I'm going to do this again. So I started doing things and it started going together. And, and the thing I learned about God is that he's uh, very detailed and he's got a sense of humor because he never did stop me when I first started to rebuild. Mm-hmm. He would wait till I would finish and then he would kick it over again. And finally. You know, after three times of doing this thing, I asked him, I said, why do you keep kicking it over? Why do you keep destroying what I'm doing? And because I said, you gave me the gift to do it. And he tells me I'm not in it. And if I'm not in it, it's not going to last. So I learned my lesson to make sure that next time I build, I started to build, I put him in it and it's lasted. And I thank him for that because I was trying to do it on my own without him. And it, it doesn't work when you don't include God in your plans. Wow. Well said. That was a message right there. That'll preach. <laughs> God bless you there. Pastor Ed from Another Vessel Ministry on Tezel Road. You can learn more about the church on their website, anothervesselministry.com. And if you'd like to call the church, the number is 210-262-7406. That's 262-7406. Don't be surprised if the pastor answers the phone. I'm just saying that there. But you got yourself, as Moses had Aaron and her around him, talk about a couple of the guys that are around you that uh, help you out. I have two real faithful men. Uh, Jason Gutierrez and Joey Pantoja. They are they are very very strong men who God allowed them to be developed in our church. Normally you get guys that come from the outside, and I had a lot of people come through the church who were elders and leaders and prophets and all of that. And the thing was is that whatever God was doing with our church, He wanted it to be His way because we weren't set up as a traditional church. Even though I was raised in traditional church. It was more or less along the lines of the people who are not people that other churches don't want to touch because they're not established or they don't have money or they you know don't have money or they're not in a position where they can immediately effect or help the church. It's more or less we're helping them. So I thank God because of the men that he's uh, you know puts around me. And and the thing about it is that we're faithful and we interact with one another. It's like. You know, we're a team. Mm -hmm. And so we have other men, but those two in particular are very, very important to the ministry because they're not ashamed of it. They're not ashamed of the gospel that we teach, and they will witness to a rock. So, I mean, (laughs) I thank God for that because they're they're a very helpful support to me, and they're special. Yeah. Mm -hmm. Very good. Now, when you were growing up, who Mm -hmm. was that rock to you? Who, Who did you look up to? Who was your mentor? Well, I came from a single-parent home with my mom. She raised me and my brother. And the thing was that she was a very strong woman, but I watched how sometimes she took on things that were a little bit um, more than she should have. Okay. And so, therefore, I developed that same thing. But my rock basically was, hey, Jesus Christ, because mm-hmm. I didn't have a father uh, figure in the home. So the thing was I... When I started studying and learning the Bible, I wanted to know what a man of God actually was. Mm -hmm. And I tried finding someone that represented that. And I I know pastors and I know that, but I wanted to know someone uh, that was a step above because I wanted to be better. And I knew I was going to make mistakes. But when I started studying Jesus Christ, I learned his mannerisms, 
his moods. I learned on how he dealt with things. So that made me become a better father, a husband. Um, these areas where I, I didn't have examples of how to succeed in those areas, he showed me mm. how to walk right, how to talk right, and how to respond appropriately according to his word, to God's word. So I thank him for that. But my basic uh, my basic lead or my basic person that I followed was the Bible with Jesus Christ. I learned by just watching and observing and asking God to give me instruction. So, I mean, it worked. I become something I didn't think I could become a great father, a great husband, a, a pastor that that has a heart, but yet strong enough to say, no, that's not it. And to do it in love and not, you know, crush or destroy people, but how to lift people up. <laughs> pastor Ed of Another Vessel Ministry, that's the best answer I've ever heard to that question. <laughs> so thank you for sharing that. So men's ministry is important to you because you give back to men. I know you meet once a month. Talk about how you uh, engage with the men ministry there at Another Vessel. Um, the men's ministry and our meeting that we have the second Saturday of every month at the Golden Crowd on 1604 oh, yeah. and Bandera. So we want to make sure that when they come in that they're eating. They're going to run out of food. <laughs> no, they never guys. run out. Some of them uh. like to sit and go from <laughs> breakfast to free lunch. I'm going like, okay, I don't know if that's Christian or yeah, not, right. but that's what we, some of them do. <laughs> See but, how the Lord provides. Yeah, is the answer. He's providing a yeah. lot. <laughs> but I thank God because... Um, those meetings are very, very powerful because, mm-hmm. in fact, it affords that even if you don't go to church regularly or you don't have a church home, you can still come and we can talk. And we talk about various things, but it throws them off because sometimes we talk about um, we talk about relationships. We talk about taxes. We talk about sports. And we'll start there, but it's all biblically based mm-hmm. and it's all for scripture. So they don't even know they're talking about the Bible. Some of them that don't understand the Bible don't even realize. And But it gets to a point where we do mention scriptures and we not only just talk about them, but we explain them where they can understand them. Because as the Bible says, you know, not just be a hearer, but a doer as well. And we give understanding so that they can learn how to apply these things to their lives. And we have men who are not saved. We have people, men that are living with women. We have men that do drugs. We have people that come because it's not within us to change them, but it's within us to show them the way or point the direction where they can get help. Because we've had some drug users, drug dealers. We've had some liars. We've had some, <laughs> we've had some of everything. Yeah. But this has benefited because we've seen changes in people outside of our church and because our, our our ministry is not set up to have you just come to our ministry or our church and say we have the answers, but to do what the Bible says and add to the kingdom mm. daily, not just to our church. Well, I know one of your your kind of your mission statements is about saving souls. Mm-hmm. That's, That's what it. I see you guys doing. How do you practically do that with your with your message on Sunday? Is it, it, is a gospel presentation in in your message, or is it how you interact with these guys? It's it's a gospel before and after. It's it's a gospel presentation. But it's so simple. Yeah. Uh, the thing, like I said, when I learned about, I started studying Jesus, I noticed that he didn't do like the Pharisees and the Sadducees did. They preached grand messages. They prayed grand prayers. They did a lot of things to impress people when he came along and just started teaching in parables. So our church is basically Sesame Street simple. <laughs> and I mean, a lot of people go like, whoa. And one thing we know about our church, you may like it, you may not. But one thing we know is that you will not leave there and be confused about what was taught. Mm. The only problem is you're going to have to make a decision whether you're going to do it or not. Mm. And I thank God because you're not confused when you come to our church. It's very simple. It's so simple that your children will know what's going on. So that's critical. That's how Jesus did it. That's right. He taught us so the people could understand. 
Well, I'll tell you what's going on. It's called Another Vessel Ministry, our KSLR Church of the Week. We're here with Pastor Ed Hobbs of Another Vessel. Find them on the web at anothervesselministry.com. And, uh, of course, you can call them at 210-262-7406 or go to kslr.com. Check out our church directory, and uh, you can find them there. Check out our Church of the Week page. You can hear this interview and all the wonderful devotionals that Pastor Ed shared with us this week here on KSLR right there on our Church of the Week archive page, Another Vessel Ministry. Pastor, talk a little bit about your family. You married? Yes, I am. Uh, 17 years yeah. to, to a wonderful wife. And I have uh, sons and daughters. I mean, too many of them to count. But I'm wow. just like... <laughs> You'll learn their names someday, <laughs> hey, I'm, I'm sure. Hey, I got them, but it's just like I have spiritual sons and daughters you. as well. Brothers now, and sisters. I'm going like, yeah. I'm going like, man, it's like, uh, I think, like I said before, like I was alluding to before, that I... Uh, I actually DJed in a club for like 20 years and wow. finally God got my attention when I when I decided I was going to go on my own, you know, and I had a little thing going on in the club and I thought I was all that. Mm-hmm. And then God decided that it was time for me to get out of the club. So he basically came and told me it was time to leave and I just told him I don't want to leave. I like what I do. So, I mean, I'm, I told him, I said, hey, I'm going to go to hell on my own terms. And he said, mm-hmm. you're already in hell. Yeah. And I was like, what? I don't feel the heat. But <laughs> but he, he def- definitely told me that it was time to get out and I thank him for his grace and mercy because he put pressure on me to leave. He could have just let me stay there and die, but he didn't. And I lost everything I had. Mm. And my job, I was the boss. I had money, I had cars, I had prestige, I had everything. And he took it. And I mean, I knew who took it. It wasn't the devil. It was him. He took it because he was getting my attention. Mm. And so when he got me to a point where he wanted me to go to a specific church, and I did, and I was humbled, very humbled at that church because he, uh, I was not at the top of the food chain like I was in the club. I was at the bottom where he humbled me. And then he started to build me back up and let me know what he wanted me to do by the call on my life. Mm. And I thank him for that because that was grace and mercy. He could have just let me do what I, I thought I wanted to do is, is just die where I was. And he didn't do that. Mm. He actually brought me out. And, I mean, he blessed me with a, a beautiful, great wife. That you met in the club? Uh, no, no, no. I met her at church. <laughs> hey, I, I met a lot of women in the club, but yeah. none of them turned out to be wife That's material. Right. That's right. So I thank God for that because yeah. some of them probably would have killed me already That's or something. Right. But I changed and I, and I, and he, he, as a matter of fact, my wife, I have not, I have not asked my wife. I have yet asked her to marry me. We knew. Ah. We knew. We so, knew that we were supposed to be together. He told me she was it. Mm-hmm. And I'm going like, but I don't love her. <laughs> She's what? Who is it? And then he told me she's my blessing. Her name, my wife's name is Stephanie Hobbs. And she, they, um, God told me, that's your blessing. Stephanie is your blessing. And I'm going like, no, no, I don't love her. So he didn't even answer me. So yeah. all I did was ask her out one time. And we went out and we talked. And then we talked some more. Yeah. And we talked some more. Next thing I knew, I, fall, I found myself falling in love with her. And I have yet to ask, me to, ask her to marry me. But I guess I'm going to have to do that one day. She's... <laughs> I'm gonna have, I'm, I, I just kind of reluctant to do it because I'm afraid she might say no. Oh, that's funny. That's funny. Yep. But hey, it's it's, it's 17 good. years though. Yeah, 17 years. Hallelujah. Was this in Nebraska? Uh yes. Wow. It was in Nebraska, and she moved here to San Antonio with me and everything. So, wow, it's awesome that he's able to do it, and he made a way for us to get here and everything. And I'm I'm just amazed that he would actually take the time with somebody like me, and I thank him for that. So. Well, we thank you for your honesty and telling your story here and mm-hmm. how God took you out of the club world. And now you're on Tesla Road. I'm sure there's a 
I'm the, the club nearby. <laughs> but yeah. you got your own club going on with oh, another club, vessel. Club Sanctuary. That's club right. Club Sanctuary. We, we have club. Yeah, we, we rock. That's right. Well, you, except you don't wear the, the headphones, but you look good in those uh, headphones. Hey, it's been a while. I know, right? <laughs> Get you behind the mic. That's good. What are you talking about on Sundays nowadays, Pastor? Well, we, we talk about pretty much everything, but we're uh, spiritually led. I don't just have a uh, – some churches have their sermons already prepared – 12 months of sermons. I don't do that. I, I, I found that that's not, that's not what God is leading me to do. Yeah. Because what it is is that if you're talking about Daniel in the lion's den and you have people that are in adultery or you have people that are on drugs, you know, that does not help the person. I mean, I, I asked the Holy Spirit. See, the thing I've learned is that when the Bible says that he will reveal unto babes the things that, are, that the wise and prudent don't know, is that when you have an open spirit to God, he not only will just help you interpret things because I don't do interpretations of the scripture. I ask God for revelation of the scripture. Mm. So he will reveal things to me that will help somebody that's coming in. I don't know exactly because sometimes the Holy Spirit will have me, I'll study and I'll study and I'll have notes and then he'll say, that's not it for the morning. I'm like, what do you mean that's not it for the morning? And I just go, well, look at all the stuff I study. He said, that's for you. But what he wants me to talk about, he'll tell me. And and it's funny because some of our members will actually say that they can tell when the Holy Spirit switches up because mm-hmm. I'll go down a street or down, I'll bring up some word or something that's going on that has nothing to do with my notes and it will hit whoever it's supposed to hit or help who, whoever it's supposed to help. And it becomes effective because you can see the mood change in the church. Mm. But I, I think revelation instead of um, interpretation is what it's about because I ask God to guide me. We're talking about faith. Talking about renewing your mind. Mm-hmm. We talk about how to live upright, how to walk upright, and to do the things that God has called you to do, and, and to know that you you have something in you that's special. But God needs you to find out what your purpose is, and to uh, walk in your purpose, and to give Him glory with it as you're walking. So you know, we look for anointing. You know, and we have found out the definition of anointing: it's the empowerment of God to do the will of God for the purpose of God for the glory of God. The anointing is not how well you fry your chicken. Mm-hmm. And how you paint the anointing is all about God to do His will. So those wow. are some of the things we teach. That's, I love it. I love it. You're listening to AM six thirty KSLR. It's our KSLR Church of the Week. We're here with Pastor Ed of Another Vessel Ministry. They're online at anothervesselministry dot com, located on Tezel Road, right there, corner of uh, Tezel and Timber Ranch, right here in beautiful San Antonio, Texas. A transplant from Nebraska. Yes. And now, are you a Texan now? No. Okay. <laughs> you, are you, do you still bleed red there from Nebraska? Uh, you know, I am Cornusker. Yeah. That's where I went to college. So I'm like, that was my, that's my alma mater. And I mean, I like Dallas. Uh-oh. We like Dallas. I like Dallas. Yeah, the guys in the church like Dallas. They yeah. like Dallas. So I, I came down here and I was a Laker fan, so that didn't set oh, well. Oh, no. That didn't set well with the Spurs, except, you know, the Lakers were sweeping them at that time. Yeah. So. But, I mean, I like the Spurs. They're a great team. So Kobe and uh, Timmy are going to go in at the same time there in the yeah. Hall of Fame. Now. Yeah, that's thing. awesome. Yes, that's awesome. So you're a little bit of a Spurs fan? Yeah, I am. I mean, I I got tickets. I'll go to the game. <laughs> <laughs> that's cool. Now I won't buy a season pass, but I'll go to the game. But I, I mean, hey, if you, well, it's okay. You can be a member of our church and still be a Spurs fan. We that's right, Cowboys. That's okay. That's okay. Well, I tell you, what, I don't know if you know this, but October is Clergy Appreciation Month. Okay. So it's very important if you, the, as a listener, there, uh, do something nice for your pastor. If it's a handwritten note. Or if it's Spurs tickets or whatever that looks like, Spurs Lakers tickets there, uh, hook your pastor up and uh, and bless him back there. What would what would be if someone was going to bless you, Pastor? What would make your day? What would be a blessing to you, sir? Tickets to the Cowboy Jerry World. Yeah, 
Have you been there yet? No. All right. (laughs) Jason has. Oh, boy. (laughs) He goes on a regular basis. He misses church on Sunday because he's in Dallas. But I'm like, hey, so... (laughs) <laughs> hey, <laughs> you know the kid, the Cowboys are kicking off at noon. Yeah. If you're not there, huh? He said, "Pastor, I'm not going to be there today. I'm going to be in. I'm in. I'm out of town." Yeah, okay, thank you. Well, we we'd like to bless you, Pastor. Here as we wrap up our church elite program, too, we'd like you to get away, not too far there. There's a place in New Braunfels, Texas. It's called T Bar M Camps and Retreats. Okay, they do a summer camp for kids a lot during the, the summer, but they have a beautiful campus there. Lots of fun things to do. They've got a, the zip line and the ropes course and the pool okay. and all the deer that are running around out there. It's off of 46. They're great partners with ours. Got a two-day stay at okay. TBRM Camps Retreats for you, Pastor. So happy well, thank you Pastor Appreciation thank you very uh, month much. here from KSLR and TBRM Camps and Retreats. And uh, Pastor, just a, a word there. Invite our listeners to, to come to Another Vessel. Yes, I would invite you to come to our church, Another Vessel Ministry. 6750 Tesla Road, Suite 104-78250. Uh, services, Sunday school, 9, and regular service, 10. And Sunday school, I'm um, Bible study at 7 o'clock on Wednesday night. So you're welcome to come. We'd love to have you. Bring, come as you are, but I guarantee you the word will enhance you, teach you, build you up, clean you up, and, and let you know that you're important to God. So. You're welcome in our church, and come bring some love. We got love to give you. <laughs> you will get your neck hugged yes. at another vessel. We will hug you. That's right. Another vessel ministry again at the corner of Tesla and Timber Ranch. Call this number at 210-262-7406 to reach the church, or again, find them online at anothervesselministry.com. And at any time, just go to kslr.com, click on our Church of the Week page. You'll find another Vessel Ministry. You can hear this uh, program again on demand and to hear the great devotionals that uh, Pastor Ed shared with us. Pastor Ed Hobbs of Another Vessel Ministry, our KSLR Church of the Week. Pastor, God bless you. God bless you, too. I'll take that. Thank you. I'm Baron Wiley. Thanks so much for listening to The Word in South Texas, AM 630 KSLR. Thank you for joining us today as we featured the AM630 KSLR Church of the Week. We hope that during this past half hour, you got a chance to know the pastor and learn something about their church. We encourage you to get involved in your local community church. If you'd like to nominate your pastor to be featured on an upcoming Church of the Week program, submit your nominations at kslr.com. Three-star general, Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for donald trump to hire i find out the worst enemy that i'm going to face in my life is right here in america they took my assessment and they wanted me to change it i was like i'm not changing it they had to get rid of flynn with in-depth interviews archival footage and never before seen personal record to the man behind the headlines i just felt like i was drowning flynn deliver the truth whatever the cost available now watch it today go to salemnow.com salemnow.com